Welcome to the Unleashed Podcast. If you're looking for a no BS approach to building a successful business, then this show's for you. I'm your host, Christina Sholin, sharing an unleashed, real straight talk approach to life and business. So buckle up, put on your big girl panties, and let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Unleashed Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Sholand, and today I have a very special guest. I am so excited for this because I know that I brought it up a few weeks ago on one of the podcasts that I was going to bring my friend on here who is a financial strategist, and finances have always been fascinating to me, although I've never really been a numbers person. I'm not a very good bookkeeper, (laughs) but I know that that they're a problem in a lot of people's lives and that people struggle with them and, and wanting to make it, you know, proper investments to be able to prepare for their future and everything. And some people just don't have that guidance, the proper guidance to lead them in, in a way that works for them. And my friend, Erica, who we have with us today, and she also has a special guest. Uh, you guys might hear Carson in the background, Carson the rooster. And just <laughs> since we started chatting on here before we clicked record, Carson decided to make an appearance. And uh, so if you hear a rooster crowing in the background, that's just Carson. So I've known Erica for for quite a while, several years. We met in the current business that I'm in now, and she's one of my favoriteest people in the world. And for myself, because of my lack of planning in my earlier life, it was hard for me to wrap my head around a lot of different investments and and life insurance policies and and all the things that prepare you in your later life, that help you with your nest egg, if you will. Eric and I started talking about this. I heard this concept a few years ago, and it was so intriguing to me. And it's a, it's a safe money strategy. So, it, you know, safe and money are two things that, you know, I, I love them together because money makes us feel good it's it's a not that it's you know about things but money we need money to pay our bills we need money money makes everything go around so when the stock market really tanked a few years ago i was laying in bed at night awake stressing because i was seeing my retirement investments not just slowly going down, but like, like they jumped off of a cliff and it was very stressful. And I knew that she had told me about this safe money strategy previously. And so I talked to her about it right away. And I just felt that I really wanted to get her on to bring this concept to everyone who listens, because I feel like I'm no different than the next person. And I feel like, you know, I like to share the things that I learn with the people that I know or people who are listening. And with no further ado, this is my friend, Erica Sherwood. And she's going to share with you 
some of the things that I think will make a huge difference for you. So Erica, thank you for coming on with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm really honored that you asked me to do this because, you know, talking about money is not the easiest thing for people to do. And you have been really vulnerable with me and open with me about your struggles, which has inspired me as well, because I could relate to that. And the the fact that we have shared a lot of similarities in this business with regard to money, I'll give you a little bit of a background on me. I haven't always been able to save. I mean, I, I was an entrepreneur my whole life. I had a screen printing business for 10 years prior to starting the business that we're currently in and made a lot of money really quickly with this business. But prior to that, I was always, you know, getting a return back on, I'd never had to pay taxes. And a couple of years into this business, I was hit with a tax bill. My first year wasn't so bad, but the second year, my tax bill was so shocking and I hadn't planned for it, not for a lack of not wanting to, but just not knowing. You know, one of my favorite things that Wayne Dyer says, and we talked about this a little while ago, is that, you know, rejecting something you know nothing about is like the ultimate form of ignorance. And so anytime I hear a strategy or I hear something that could educate me more on something that I know nothing about, then I'm very open to it. And so that's how I ended up learning about this strategy. I a couple of years ago, I got sold a, a policy that a life insurance policy that was worthless and didn't know that you could actually have living benefits with life insurance policies, use that cash. Liquidity is key. We've all seen that during this COVID crisis that, you know, being liquid and having money, access to money can save your business. It can save your mortgage, can, you know, put food on the table because there were so many times that people couldn't go to work, didn't have money coming in, but having that liquidity, not only did we have a residual income coming in because we, you know, set ourselves up for that, but having that nest egg, having that safe money when we did see the stock market crash, let me just tell you a little bit about how the stock market works. Because it was so frightening for me to see the stock market do that, I knew that I had friends that were in the market, is that it dropped almost 30% in the first quarter. And in order for it to get back, just for someone to get back to even the second quarter in the same amount of time, it would have had to increase 43%. We didn't see those types of gains. Yes, we did see the market bounce back, but we didn't see those types of gains. So there were people that maybe broke even, maybe lost some money, maybe made a little money, but more importantly, there was stress around it. And so when we say risk, save money, we want to do risk avoidance. And that's what insurance is. Insurance takes the risk and puts it on someone else, right? You have a 401k, you have a Roth, you have all these retirement accounts. The risk is on you. And so when I started learning how money worked, I learned about the Federal Reserve. I mean, there's a reason why the Federal Reserve, the IRS, and the FBI all were created in the same year. There might be a little bit of something going on there if you look into that further. I'll let you do the digging, but, (laughs) you know, yeah, uh, yeah, we know that there is probably something going on there. So when I found out that the Federal Reserve had nothing to do with the government, I was like blown away. I was like, okay, tell me more. And then I I started researching that. I learned about the infinite banking concept, which is what we're going to talk about today, and how you could have safe money strategies that have paid dividends for 160 years, even through the Great Depression. And so when you had opened up to me about that and about your financial situation, 
I couldn't get it out fast enough. I really felt like I probably just like vomited all over you on it, you know, about it. But it's like, I care about you and I care you have kids. You work so hard for what you have and put so much time into it. And then for it to just be poof gone because of someone else's decisions is where I thought, you know, I really need to share this with her because you're a woman that is responsible. You're inventive. You're open. You're open-minded. You think outside the box. And I thought she's going to get this. She's going to, I know she's going to get this. It's just giving her enough information to feel comfortable with it. And the fact that you can have complete control over it, where with, you know, certain retirement accounts, you don't have control over it until a certain age. And then you're required to do so. I would say some people have things in risk. You can have some things in risk. That's okay. But that's your choice. But for me, it was about having safe money and having that place where I knew that I could use this money, have access to it at any time. I do a lot of commercial investments. So the fact that I can take money out of what I would call a savings, my whole life policy, and I don't lose that compounding interest on it, and I can double dip on the dollar. So I can use it for investments, but I also have it over here continuing to grow. And that, I won't get into that because it does like blow people's minds, right? I mean, when I first talked to you about it, you were like, what? I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like when we were talking about this in the beginning, now I had heard about it a couple of years ago and I was so intrigued by it. And I had talked to my financial advisor about it and he knew about it. He was like, it's great. You know, it's safe was the word. And now he talked me out of it in a way that was, I trust him. It's not like I don't trust the guy. He's a nice guy. And, but he's also, it's a business. Mm -hmm. And he told me that I, he talked me into this other one that I could gain more. And then when I, you know, so I was like, okay, I trust you. And so he talked me into this other policy that was not even close to what I thought it was because my mind was on this one. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was similar and it's really not. And no, so, that one's tied to the market. Anything tied to the market's going to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So seeing all of that disappear made me, oh my gosh, it made me physically ill. So mm-hmm. that's when I had called you and I was like, all right, I think I'm, this is something that I need to hurry up and, and do. So Would you go into telling us how it works? Because I'm sure that people are going, well, you know, what does that even mean? Because I know that when I first started, I'm a very visual person. And so I need that descriptions where I can put it into my head. So can you give us examples of how it works so that somebody who's listening right now can wrap their head around it? Sure. So there's many ways that it works and many benefits. So when you think about life insurance, you think about, oh, it's only going to benefit you when you die. And with the types of policies that I believe in, you have living benefits and you have access to that money. So this high cash value, early, early high cash value, dividend paying policy is it's a wealth building strategy for the fact that you are able to put money in there. Now people say, oh, well, you know, you want to defer your taxes. You want to put it into a retirement account, but historically think about it. Have taxes ever been as low as they have been now? 
No, they've never been. They've never been as low as they are right now. And what do you think taxes are going to do when they later on, right? They're going to go up. I mean, Mm -hmm. we all know it. The government's got to make up for their deficit somehow, and they're going to make up for it where they know you have money and, you know, through taxes. And so you can pay tax on the seed or you can pay tax on the harvest. So there's two types of policies. There are single premium policies and there are annual policies. So one is tax advantage under current tax law and one you're only taxed on the gains. So higher level, I guess, overview of it is that the money you put in there, immediately you have access to 93% of your cash value. So a lot of policies you will see that you don't have any money in there and you're not going to have, you know, you got to wait years and nothing increases, you know, so the way that I structure policies is based on the individual. They all are generally very similar because we all want them to grow and we want them to do the same thing for you while you're living, which is have access to cash. And for me, the thing about it being a place to park my money is that I don't typically trust banks right now. For one, the Dodd-Frank Act that is always on my mind, which is the bail-in for banks, where banks can use your money to bail themselves out instead of the government bailing them out, which happened in 2009. And the administration in place at the time allowed that to go through. So banks can actually go and you know use your money to bail them out if they get in trouble. They're too big to fail. So they're going to be at risk. They're going to continue to risk and they're going to use your money to risk. So for me, it was a safe place to park my money and I can use it just like it was in my checking or my savings account. And that's a lot of my clients are like that now. So some people say, well, what, you know, how much can you put in there or what's it going to cost me? You know, so the cost of insurance is always in there, but the cost of insurance is based on your health. And that's how you know that this is a legitimate vehicle because it's not just someone just issuing you a place to park your money just based on your name and your age. This goes into medical detail, medical history. It takes, you know, it takes time. And then you may not even get an offer to qualify for one of the policies and to use it as a savings vehicle. So it depends on all of that. So people say, well, how much can you do or this? And I say, well, I have clients that, you know, want to save $100 a month up to $500 a month. And I have clients that put a million dollars a year away. And all of that is based on your net worth, your income, your current income situation, and your future income situation. So, you know, like in your case, we just did an overview of your financial situation. We did the medical exam. They brought you the offer. You're like, yes, I'm comfortable with that. I actually have clients that have said, I want to do a little more. Would I qualify for a little more, the maximum of that? And they're, they're like, yes, we will honor that. So it's tailored around the individual and what their goals are. And if they want to use it for investing, I'm a real estate investor. I use my money for real estate investing. And I, I use that, that non-interrupted compounding interest to my advantage, use that money to invest over here and owner finance things. Someone wants to buy something, I will give the money to the seller and the buyer will pay the money back to me. So I'm, I'm kind of using it like, like a little banking system, if you will, where I'm you know making money over here and over here and investing in properties, asset, income-producing properties. So I buy the, the real estate, I buy mobile home parks, RV parks, and I use this money over here, but it doesn't ever recognize that I'm using this money. It continues to grow, okay? But over here, I'm gaining interest on it as well. And I have an asset that I'm building. And then I have an asset in the policy as well with the death benefit, the living benefits of long-term care, and all of the things that are important to me as a mom, you know, is my family going to be taken care of if I become incapacitated, you know, all of those things. 
So it's really kind of tailored around each, each individual, but that's the gist of how it works. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You get it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So give another example, if you can, about let's use a, uh, I know that we talked about a car purchase. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about a policy using it to purchase a car and then paying yourself back? Yeah. Yeah. For instance, you finance everything you purchase. If you pay cash for something, you're financing it. Whether you think you're not, you are. Because if you pay cash for something, you have an opportunity cost lost on the money that you could have, the interest that you could have earned on that purchase. So if you're paying cash for something, you could have had that money in the policy growing guaranteed for you and use that money to purchase a car, but you never lost the compounding interest on it. So Warren Buffett says the eighth wonder of the world is uninterrupted compounding. Because think about it, if you have $50,000 and you go pay cash for a, a vehicle, you have to start at zero. Compounding interest doesn't really, I mean, it's hard. You got a dollar, compounding interest on a dollar, but a compounding interest on a hundred or $50,000, way different. So you never lose that compounding interest. You take that money, you go pay cash for a vehicle because you can get it cheaper paying cash for it, right? But then instead of the finance company, even if it's at 0%, you still can have an advantage by taking it and getting it cheaper by paying cash for it. And instead, you just replace that money back into back into your policy, like you're making it to the finance company, or you're like you're putting it back into your savings account because you took it out of savings to pay cash for it. Did that come full circle? Yes, exactly. Okay. And so, you know, like I said, I'm a very visual person. And so when somebody tells me something like that, I'm like, oh, I mean, I can visualize that because we all buy cars yeah, right. and we all have to pay the bank. Right. Well, I tell you, getting to why I got into this and I've shared this with you before is in one year, I paid $210,000 cash for something. This was back before I knew about this concept and, and how it all worked. I bought a piece of commercial property. I put $120,000 down on it. I actually bought a home, put $90,000 down on it. And I will never see that particular $210,000 again. Mm -hmm. Instead, if I had that money, had placed it into a policy and then used it to purchase things, I buy that commercial property that's, you know, an income producing asset anyway, it could have, the money coming from that could have put it back into my savings. Right. My home. You'd be paying yourself back. I'm paying myself back just like I would if I went. I went and paid cash for it and I went to zero. I had to start building that up again if I wanted to use another $200,000. Right, so it's right. the same thing. So the, the key factor is the uninterrupted compounding interest. And that is how you build wealth. That's how you build legacy wealth and how you can teach your kids how to not get trapped in the world of going out and borrowing money and paying cash for things and all of that. Like you can teach your children how to how to take control of their finances and to have that financial freedom, true financial freedom. Absolutely. And that's, that leads me to another where, because you can have multiple policies and you can have them on your kids can have policies as well. Correct. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, I have clients that have 19 policies, you know, um, one's just specifically for cars. One is specifically for their kids and their grandkids college. You know, instead of a 529 plan, they're using 
uh, a whole life policy because kids aren't necessarily going to college these days. They may want to go out and start a business as soon as they graduate high school or they you know, want to buy a business. I do have one client. He has a strategy where he doesn't allow his children to purchase a vehicle. If they want to purchase a vehicle, they actually can borrow from their policy to purchase the vehicle, but they had to prior to that build up and have an asset, have purchased an asset through one of their policies that can pay both, pay their policy back and pay for their car. So they don't just have to go get a job to pay for the vehicle that they have borrowed money from. Now, granted, they're borrowing it from themselves, but still, if you're going to a grocery store, you're not just going to eat all your food. You're going to make sure that you have a way to buy more food. Right. Now, for there, I know that there are some people who say, oh, no, whole life, they don't like it. Can you speak to that? Sure. I mean, I, I had this conversation yesterday with someone who says they would never ride a whole life because the, the premium eats up or whatever, whatever. Well, it wasn't structured right. So these are non-recognition policies. And the way that I design them is within a few years, it sustains itself guaranteed. It's not tight. And there's no question whether your that money is in there, like some other policies that are tied to the market. It sustains itself. There's more money being made than the premium every year. So it will sustain itself. And that's the beauty of it is because these are mutual companies. They're owned by the policyholders. They're not stock companies that are owned by a board who someone has to answer to and give money to. These are owned by the policy. First and foremost, the policyholders, they are the first ones that the company wants to use to loan money to because they know that that is who owns them. And it's a, it's a solid win, win because they know that these people are going to pay back their loans if they want to borrow money from their policies. Mm -hmm. And and it, the collateral for that is the death benefit. So, you know, it's it's a system that's been around over 200 years. And I mean, I think Walt Disney, JCPenney, all of these people started their companies. I think there was even a network marketing company. I cannot remember which one it was that started their business using a whole life policy. And because no one's calling your note, no one's calling, it's not on your credit report. It's, you know, no one's going to say you have to pay this back at a certain time. It's you you are taking full responsibility for your money. So I think there's a, a product for everyone. Right, and right. this product would, as long as you're informed with what it does, compare it to other ones, you will see that. And, and I'm not here to convince someone that it's the best thing for them because it may not be for them. They may not want to use it like I do. You know, they may want to have more risk. I don't want any risk because I haven't always, I've always, I've made a lot of mistakes. And I used to work for a financial company years ago and a lot of people's money was tied in the stock market and people would come in and write $100,000 checks. And then the next week it would only be $20,000. And it just made me sick to my stomach. And I was just working for the guy, the broker that was doing all of that. But it's like, I think as a client first, and then becoming someone who was an advocate for it speaks to, and you know me because I'm so passionate about something that is amazing. You know, if if it's something that you know about and it's amazing, it can help a lot of people. It's hard to be quiet about it. And I didn't just want to go and learn it. Just like when I learned how to do yoga, I didn't want to just go learn to do yoga. I'd never done yoga and I became a teacher. So I think the best way to learn something is to become a teacher. And and that's what I did. Well, and I don't know if I ever told you this or not, but I know that a few years back, we had seen each other on one of our trips and you were telling me about an investment. You were, you know, you're like, 
I just want to make sure that I have different streams of income and, and you had just purchased a mobile home park. And I was like, man, I need to think about that kind of stuff. And so, and I've always trusted you. And every time I see you, I'll just tell everybody my secret is that every time I see you, I have tears like pushing my against my eyeballs because you're one of my favorite people. And I'm like, I even feel them right now. And so, and so the trust that I have, because I, I don't trust everybody. I know that you research everything and you were just talking about risk. And I used to be, I'm like, yeah, risk. And I'm willing to take the gamble and I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with that kind of thing. And because I guess I know there's no, I guess about it because I've never experienced the kind of loss that happened in March. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, I can see like up and down, up and down and, oh, there was a drop in the stock market. Oh, big deal. When it was taking the dive, being a single mom and I don't have another income to, you know, fall back on. If, If I were to lose my source of income, then I don't have a husband's income to fall back on until I, you know, am able to build back up. Right. So what I have is what I have. And when I saw what I have, Mm -hmm. it, oh my gosh, like I was, (laughs) I can't even terrified. Terrified was uh, pretty close to what I was feeling. I remember you calling me. You and I had some long conversations. I was like, "I I can't even like, I want to pull my money out because I, I can't see it drop anymore. I, I have to have that safe money in a different way that you know, it was, it's sleep at night money. It's having that money to, because I know what having no money is like. I don't like that feeling. Yeah. Well, I don't, I know that I've said it on my podcast before. I do not ever want to be in that position ever again in my entire life So I have all these little buckets where I put, you know, where I put my, I guess, money or investments or whatever I've got, you know, I've talked on here about my silver investment. I, you know, I have my, my SEP fund. I've got my, another little, like I've got these buckets Mm -hmm. because I want, you know, I've got it. It's not your fault. Okay. That you didn't know that to expect what happened in March. Okay. A lot of people, all they hear is, you know, ride it out, put money in there, ride it out. But what happens when it's time to retire or you have a medical emergency and you need money to take care of it, right. you know, or, and, or you're ready to retire and it's, you know, half of what it was supposed to be or what you thought it would be, you know, because in that way, I think the way people get tricked into that is, what we call the average rate of return. So you'll get hooked up. Well, the average rate of return of this is, you know, 10%. Well, if you think the way that they get that number, and this is where they trick you into thinking that you're safe with putting your money into risk, all of your money into risk, is an average rate of return, 10%, of, you have $1,000. The market goes up 10%, you have 1100 right? It goes down 10%, you have 990 but do you know what the market, what they tell you the average rate of return was? 10. They count that as zero because it's not zero. They say it's a zero, but it's actually a negative. But the real rate of return is a negative return. 
So they trick people into saying the average rate of return is this, it's seven, it's 14, it's 11, you know, all that. But they don't tell you that when something goes up 10 and down 10, they count that as zero. But it's not when it comes to your money. And that's where I get upset when people get tricked into thinking that their money is okay, you know? And I had a year long conversation with my dad about this. Like, dad, 10 up, 10 down is not zero. I'm sorry. Look at the dollars. It's not, especially if you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in there. And, you know, it could mean two, three, four hundred thousand dollars for someone who's ready to retire with a million dollars. It could mean that much money for someone if they're not paying attention. And so for me and my clients, it's exactly how much money do you, are you going to have when you're ready to retire on the day you want to retire? You're going to know with me and that's it. It's safe money. And that's what I go to sleep at night, go lay my head down on my pillow and I can go to sleep really fast knowing that that is where I started to direct my focus with my own money and then with my client's money too. And anybody that can tell who will listen and not think I'm crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I know that because you weren't the first person had that I know that had used this concept and, you know, the people that I had heard it from before and knowing these people who are at their products of the product, you know what I mean? So they're using this. I see how they're using this and how they're benefiting from it. And it's not something that, you know, they, they use it really quick and then, oh, I guess it wasn't as great as it was. No, it's getting like, it's working for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, knowing you and knowing that you look and you research and, and you're, you're into it, you're a numbers person. You're not a stupid person. You're definitely very smart woman. So that's why I was like, okay, we need to talk more about this because this is what, like, I'm mad that I didn't put my money into it before. Oh, me too. I mean, I, I cannot believe that someone didn't tell me about this. And the reason why is because the insurance companies pay 50 to 70% less commission on this type of vehicle. So someone who's, you know, out there and that's their business, it's not going to be the first thing that they offer someone. It's not. I mean, well, my, it's just my, the way it is. Right. And my financial advisor steered me out of it. He knew exactly the concept. He knew exactly the, you know, the person, you know, Nelson Nash, he knew him, like he knew everything about it. And yeah. he even told me, he says, it's, it's a great concept. It's fantastic. It works. The gains, you know, it was the gains. And, yeah. and, and, and then I'm like, well, gosh, you know, especially after March, I want that safety. I want the safety. Yeah. So. If somebody wants to know more about this, we're going to post this in the show notes. We'll have a link for it. If you've got a pen right now, you can write it down, but text WEALTH to 512-270-2037 and you will get a guide from Erica. It's a free wealth building guide. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions, she will get them answered for you. Do you have anything that you would like to add? I think just, you know, if, it, if it's something that you don't know about, be inquisitive, stay curious about everything, especially in these times. We don't know what's going to you know, happen with, with the market again. I mean, we've got an election coming up and I would say stay curious about and don't just think everything you're being told and fed online or in the media or whatever to be true. Research it yourself. 
you know, that's how I ended up here. That's how I saved my future, you know, my financial future from just following the masses. And, you know, hopefully you guys will take this to heart and take heed in what we're saying and at least be inquisitive about it and make an informed decision about your financial future. Do you have any, this is a, I'm, I'm giving you a surprise question. Sure. I love it. Um, do you have any books or anything that you would recommend somebody to, there is one in particular, but I'm scared to say it. Yes. I'm happy to have a conversation with anyone and about this and for their time of conversation on the phone, I'd be happy to send them a book if it warrants them wanting to know more about it. And, and I'd be happy to send them one. Okay. All right, my friend, I appreciate you. I appreciate your taking the time to share this with my audience. And again, if you want to know more information, send a text, send wealth to 512-270-2037. All right. Thank Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the Unleashed Podcast. My hope is that you leave this podcast feeling inspired, fired up, and ready to take the next step to living your dream life. And if you could do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review over on iTunes. I love reading the reviews, and each week I'll choose one special person to win some Unleashed Sway. Make sure you add your name to the review, and I'll reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks again for spending your time with me today. Be sure to visit me at ChristinaUnleashed.com for past episodes and more gifts to help you unleash the most successful version of you.